This is Ashley, and this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to talk about the three skills you already have that are worth a $100,000 salary. First, being a people person. Your ability to build meaningful relationships with clients, customers, community, and other key constituents is called stakeholder engagement, and it's a highly sought after and valuable skill. Being organized and keeping everything together. Your ability to manage people, processes, and systems to drive outcomes on time and on budget is a skill called project management and one that employers are willing to pay top dollar for. Helping to teach and train new staff. Your ability to design, develop, and deliver training to new employees and staff members is a highly sought after skill called training and development. Bonus points if you use technology because then you may have skills in instructional design. What I know to be true about career development is that so many professional women just want to use the skills that they already have to make more money and have more impact. And if that sounds like you, if that's one of your deepest desires, the truth is that you already have it, what it takes to make more money and, and have more impact in your career. My job as a mentor is to teach you how to use the skills that you have to articulate them at a higher level and to make employers take notice and pay you the six figures that you deserve. If this sounds like what you're looking for out of a mentor and what you need right now in your career, I invite you to apply to work with me today. You can go to my website at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. I'm accepting new mentees right now at the end of March, beginning of April, and I invite you to take the first step. The skills that you already have are worth $100,000, but you're not well positioned in the marketplace, but I can help with that. Take the first step. Schedule today at mentor-me.org. Next up in I digress, I want to talk about costly excuses that you may be making and the alternatives that you the alternatives that you can use to help you make more money and have more impact in your career. I think sometimes we play into sort of myths or tropes, often just because we don't know any better. No one's taught us any better. You know, we, we, we've not had other options. And so we think, you know, what we know is what it is. And we fall into these tropes and these myths and these misnomers and this misinformation about what's available to us in our career and honestly in our lives more globally. And, you know, a big part of my work is to break down those myths, to interrupt those thought patterns and to help women really see that more is available to them. And some of the, the myths or tropes that they're leaning into are costly mistakes. So the, um, the first one that I wanted to talk about is the fact that so many women feel the need to check up, check in with someone else for permission, right? So whether that's a husband, a partner, a parent, even God, right? Like there's this constant need or feeling of need and slash desire to want to check in with someone else, want to make sure that so-and-so thinks it's okay, want to make sure that you have so-and-so's approval. And as a believer, as a Christian, I even think that this goes for God. Like we're like, well, I got to pray about it. I got to seek God or whatever. And as a believer, one of the things that I know about God, at least in my faith walk, is that God blesses action. God blesses the work that you are doing, the work that you're already doing. You have to give God something to bless. And so I don't know if you're stagnant, if you're stuck in your career, if you're standing still, if you're not investing in your career development, if you're not being intentional about that, 
there's nothing for God to bless. There's nothing for God to do. God waiting on you. And so, you know, whether it is higher power or your parents or your partner or your husband, I just invite you to interrogate that sort of like, I need to check with someone else for permission instead of owning the responsibility that your career advancement is your own decision. I was reading a study that talked about when women make decisions, they're like, I need to check with my husband, even when they're the breadwinner even when they're responsible for the bill and even when their partners don't check with them. (laughs) Like, and I get it, right? Like we're all being sort of, you know, we're all in a society where patriarchy rules. And even if, you know, you reject patriarchy or, you know, even if you're your own woman, you know, whatever. And even if you make the most money and even if your partner doesn't check in with you, society has you checking in, with your partner or you're lying, right? And using that as the excuse, your partner don't care. Your husband do not care what you do with this money. You just have sort of lied to yourself and maybe to someone can help you that you need to check in with someone else for permission. So I just really invite you to interrogate that idea. I know in my own life, not quite a wife, right? Engaged, but I think my fiance and I are really intentional about building a life that doesn't require either of us to ask permission. You know, we're bestest, right? We're best friends and and we want to, you know, consult each other and collaborate with each other and partner and inform each other. But there is no permission that exists in my relationship because we two grown ass people. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, who am I asking permission from? Like, that don't even make sense. So yeah, it's about you to interrogate that and what's popping up for you that makes you think you have to ask for permission. Next up is like, you're waiting on the right time. And I think, you know, this is a, this is one that I don't know, I think is really coming up for folks right now. You know, first half of 2022, the last couple of years were kind of a mess. You know, it just feels like, well, maybe I need to wait and see, maybe this is going to be another strand or maybe this war is going to pop on U.S. soil. I mean, I just think that there's just a lot of like, maybe this isn't the right time. But I'll be honest that like feeling too busy with other obligations or sort of waiting on the right time instead of carving out the time and money you need to carve out to just prioritize your career development is always a mistake. I I can think of very few times in my life where I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have waited. or I wish I wouldn't have taken action when I did. And, And I think the reason for that is that like, I just, I am so committed to not being stuck. I am so committed to not being stuck that I will take action. And if things don't work out, I'll pivot, I'll switch, but just, but I'm not in the same place that I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not still there, stuck there. And so, you know, I hope that's something that you can pick up from me. I hope that's something you can learn from me. The truth is that we don't have to stay where we, I, I feel like sometimes it's like, well, I can't go nowhere because I don't know where to go. Just go, move forward. Don't get stuck where you are. You know, you letting roots grow. <laughs> don't let the roots grow because they go, they grow deep and they grow thick and they grow unmanageable. And then you're, it's even harder to get unstuck. Like make the moves and trust yourself to be able to pivot if things don't go right. But, you know, just to not move at all is just, there is no right time. And we're all going to be always busy. It's really about prioritization. And in this season, I definitely invite you to prioritize your career. Another sort of costly mistake is that you're not clear on the return on investment. And actually this month, and well, this coming month in April, I'm going to be talking a lot about return on investment, like what that means and how to get a return on investment. Because I think that, you know, sometimes we're very much thinking right now. And 
I don't know. We have to think long-term, you know, the seeds that you're planting now, the work that you're doing now, especially when it comes to career development are going to be lifelong lessons that you'll be able to apply to advance your career. And then also for those of you who have kids and, or, you know, young people kind of looking up to you, them seeing you invest in yourself is such a beautiful seed for them to know that they're valuable and worthy of investment. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's an opportunity to ask folks about their outcomes. I mean, if people come to me and like, well, is this going to work for me? You know, you know, how can I be sure it's going to work for me? I mean, check the receipts. Sis. You know, my website has tons and tons of success stories. My Instagram um, and my highlights, those little bubbles, when you go to somebody's profile, literally so many high, I have so many highlights that I had to create multiples because the, it only lets you like save like a hundred or something like that. So I had to like, <laughs> I had to like have, I have multiples of them because I have so many testimonials, so much success from my mentee. So definitely just want to invite you to, uh, to like think about long-term return on investment, not just the money. I mean, of course, when you work with me, I'm going to help you secure a $25,000 salary increase in the next eight weeks. But, you know, there's so much more than the initial 25K, like, you know, it's, tens and thousands of tens of thousands of dollars that you'll be able to earn over your lifetime leveraging the strategies that I teach you over two months. I also sort of see women just being scared to be successful, a very costly excuse. Like I'm scared to be successful and leave behind friends and family who prefer to keep me small instead of being true to myself and my own goals. Right. So like And I think this one is insidious because it's like, no one would claim this. No one would be like, I'm just scared to be successful. Like nobody really, I don't think any people say that out loud, but you can see it in their behavior, right? Maybe you can see it in your own behavior is that you don't take the big shot. You, you don't go, you don't apply for, you know, the higher level job. You're like, oh, no, I have to stay in this town. I can't move. You know, you are very much you know, playing it safe, keeping it cute, because you likely fear that like, what if I actually applied myself? <laughs> what if I actually did the work required to make more money and have more impact? What if I actually invested? And what if I actually like was successful? What if I, you know, secured a major salary increase? What if I did that for myself? What would people think about me? Who would I leave behind? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think this is one that like folks don't talk a lot about. Nobody's like proudly like, I'm just scared to be successful, but you can see it in the behavior. You maybe even see it in your own behavior. And then finally, I think the last excuse that I see women making that are so costly is that you fear that investing in other people's needs, your kids, a cause you care about is more important than investing in yourself. And yeah, I mean, constantly prioritizing someone else over yourself. I know it's ingrained, right? Like I know it's ingrained. I know particularly in Black and Latinx society and families and communities, it's just so ingrained for women to labor and labor till we die, (laughs) never sort of prioritizing ourselves and and our needs. And it is just so painful to see as a Black woman, so, so painful to see. And yeah, I just want to invite you to have the confidence to invest in yourself, knowing that you can pour, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Like you have to who's pouring into you? Who's pouring into your career? You're trying to use this money. You're trying to make more money to build an economic legacy, but where are you getting the source from? Where's the strategies coming from? Where's the support coming from? Like you can't do build that legacy without partners, without expertise, without the building blocks. Because then if you don't have them, if that foundation is not set, you will crumble. So 
definitely want to just invite you into knowing these costly mistakes and also knowing the alternatives that can help you make more money and have more impact in your career. Yeah. So I hope this was helpful. I digress, but I always like to sort of talk about like those excuses that you may be making. Right. And that's what they are. They're not reasons. They're not rationales. They're just excuses. And once we like honor and own, <laughs> once we honor and own that we're making excuses and we can lean into the alternatives that can really help us advance our career. If that was helpful to you, if you learned something from that, if you are a person who's been making excuses, go ahead and um, schedule a call with me this week so we can talk about how we can shift from excuse to action, right? And really, and really advance your career in the ways that you desire. You can do so right on my website at mentor-me.org. And last but not least, in TVT, I wanted to talk about why I am not watching Inventing Anna. I know this show dropped on Netflix, I think, over the last month or so, and it's been all the rage. Everyone's talking about how this um, sort of white female socialite scammed her way into all uh, sort of elite society. And I'm not watching it. And I'm mostly not watching it because I don't want to honor, see support or perpetuate scam culture like i don't i just think it's the same with the guy who what is it called the twinder twin tinder swindler right like now old dude is talking they're talking about a reality show where like people come on and consider you know dating him or whatever yeah i just don't want anything to do with it like i and i especially get fed up about it and especially feel away about it when it's white folk doing the scamming because, you know, scamming, lying, profiting off of people is, how do you say, is harmful. And I don't think that white folks are punished or ostracized in the way that, you know, a a Black person who did the same thing um, would be. And so I just don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to watch it, put money in the pockets of these sort of scammers. And I can't remember if the inventing anything is real or fake. Like, I can't remember if it was like based on a true story or if it's just completely made up. But either way, I just don't want to support or perpetuate or lean into these narratives. Now, let me be very clear. I, it's not that I'm like, messy TV avoidant because literally I was watching um, Selling Sunset like a couple weeks ago. I think I even talked about it on the podcast. So let me be very clear. I am not messy TV avoidant. I'm not like on my high hill. You shouldn't be watching Housewives, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying these kinds of shows I think are, if they're based on real life, it's just like real life and real scamming. And I really don't have time um, for that foolishness. Now Selling Sunset, those are hardworking women. Being a realtor is hard work. They're making money. They're helping people find their homes. It's glitzy, glamorous, you know, very consumerism based, but I can deal with that because those are sort of real people (laughs) and real, and they're earning real money doing real work. I'm team women working and bringing home a big, big bag, not people scamming. Like that is just outside of my integrity set and I can't stand for it. So yeah, let me know if you have a different perspective. If you're like, no, I've been in Anna's everything and it's fake. So Ashley, shut up. You know, I'm totally happy to like chat with you about this and a good place to, for you to chat with me about it is Twitter. I feel like I have re-engaged with Twitter over the last month and I, I'm just loving it. I just love me some Twitter. Like I feel like things move faster there than on Instagram. I can kind of just like 
say the things that I want or the things that I desire, the things I'm thinking about sort of out loud in real time and, and people engage me. And yeah, I want to grow my following over there too. So yeah, follow me on Twitter, make me a part of your faves there. Yeah, I just think it's a good time to sort of dialogue back and forth. And we can do that for TBT in particular, because I think that's a good framework to do that for. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com backslash Ashley Ashire. So same thing on Instagram, A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-S-H-I-R-E. Follow me there. And of course, I share things from the podcast as well. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.